Today on CityCast Chicago, we're talking about local news. We've been hearing for a long time, daily newspapers are dying. But if we're going to be the city that works, that holds people accountable, that speaks truth to power, we need all our newspapers. If you care about the homeless, if you care about government costs and, and, and corruption, if you're concerned about crime, the newspaper is our window and our, and our magnifying glass on those, on those issues. We talked to two reporters on the front lines of the fight to save local news. Today is Friday, May 14th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. It's finally bridge phase day. Do you even remember the bridge phase? That's what Governor Pritzker was calling the next to last step before all COVID restrictions are lifted in Illinois. The governor also announced the Cubs and White Sox will have special sections for fully vaccinated fans. Even Six Flags is getting in on it, giving away thousands of tickets to newly vaccinated. Chicago's two, three, and four flats are iconic. I grew up in three flat apartments across the south side, but neighborhoods are losing them left and right. A new study from DePaul University found that in wealthy neighborhoods, these flats are being raised for single-family homes, but in poor neighborhoods, those lots are just being left empty. A bottom line, it means less housing for our city. Some good news. The sixth annual Shy Teen Literary Festival, Four Teens by Teens, kicks off this Sunday. The virtual event has workshops with special guests and performances. You can register through the Chicago Public Library. More good news. Weather. Yeah, look outside. It's supposed to be sunny in the 60s this weekend. You know what you should do? Take a walk through your local park and read the daily newsletter. You can sign up for it at chicago.citycast.fm. Tomorrow, the Chicago News Guild is hosting a rally to save local news, especially the Chicago Tribune. The paper, along with the rest of Tribune Publishing, is at risk of new ownership by Alden Global Capital. Now, Alden has a well-earned reputation, trust me, for gutting the newspapers it buys. And Tribune journalists and Guild members say their presence here is bad news for Chicago. Andy Grimm is the Chicago Guild president, and he's a reporter at the Chicago Sun-Times. Andy, how you feeling this morning? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Andy, let's jump right in. You actually wrote an op-ed for the Sun-Times this week. You know, for those who didn't read it, what did you write about? I used to work at Tribune. There's a lot of people who have gone back and forth. Um, nobody wants to see the Tribune gutted out by a, by a hedge fund that has no concern for the public service that newspapers provide. That doesn't serve anybody. You know, things are going well at the Sun-Times under enlightened ownership. And the difference between our ownership and Alden Global Capital and frankly, the, the management at Tribune now is that they are trying to find that solution to sustain local news coverage, to do the job. And Alden's M.O. has been to demand, you know, outsized profits, levels that you haven't seen since, you know, 2004 when the news industry was at its peak of revenues. Um, and what that means is they just cut staff. And they'll cut it by as much as 90% at some of the publications they own within just a matter of years. 90% of 
of an entire newsroom? Yeah, I mean, and they are the sort of the masters of running like a, a ghost newspaper. Louisa Chu fears that the Trib could become one of those ghost papers. Louisa is a reporter and is one of the many staffers fighting to keep the paper from Alden ownership. She's already seen colleagues leaving. I actually had helped organize a uh, Zoom farewell for about 10 journalists. And we're talking about award-winning journalists like Phil Battelle, like architecture critic Blair Kamen, and um, trying to cover, you know, one of the most, most historic uh, times in uh, not only Chicago, but uh, humankind in our lifetimes, we kind of hope. And then at the same time, this ridiculous thing of trying to help save the Tribune from Alden. And they're not blowing things out of proportion. Andy explains what happened at other newspapers that Alden bought. The Denver Post has been gutted. I think they've lost 75% of their newsroom since Alden took over. And that is a major metropolitan daily. Um, the Boston Herald, which they own, I, you know, I, I think they're you know, in the, a couple dozen journalists covering the city of Boston. For many Chicagoans, it sounds like billionaires just buying newspapers, trading newspapers. I mean, why should the average Chicagoan care who owns the Tribune? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people don't know who owns the Tribune, right? They, they probably don't know who owns their local paper anywhere. But ownership matters. And where the ownership is actually devoted to the public service mission of journalism and the cost to our community is real. Research has shown the communities that lose their local newspaper, they, they, the cost of municipal borrowing increase, which is a sign that the fiscal health of their community has declined. Um, you know, certain measures of government corruption increase, government spending levels increase, because there's no watchdog there monitoring what's going on. Another factor is fewer people vote in elections. Fewer people run for office in these communities. And voter participation is, is down. I mean, if you care about the homeless, if you care about, um, you know, government costs and, and, and corruption, if, you care, if you're concerned about crime, the newspapers are a window and are, and are magnifying glass on those, on those issues. And to cite a couple of examples from the recent reporting of the Tribune, a couple years ago they did a piece on what they called quiet rooms, which showed that children with, like, behavioral problems were being locked up in, like, padded cells in schools across the state with very little supervision and horrible conditions. That story ran the next day. Governor Pritzker announced that that policy was no longer allowed. How did the Tribune get here? Because you said yourself, billionaires have tried their hand at owning the Tribune, and you flat out said you got it wrong. So Tribune was one of those companies went into bankruptcy. So they were in 2009, they went into bankruptcy under Sam Zell, who bought the papers with uh, heavily leveraged in a heavily leveraged deal. And um, he wound up having to sell off the Tribune, and the bankruptcy slog was took forever. Tribune could have been a really sustainable company. They had the Los Angeles Times, they had uh, they have the Allentown Morning Call, the Baltimore Sun, the Chicago Tribune. Also, they had a network of television stations they owned across the company or country, including the flagship uh, WGN Superstation. Right, but they take all of that. And uh, the, 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 the new board of Tribune Media splits the company up. They put all of the, uh, they put all of the, the TV stuff, the websites that they owned, cars.com, which is like the number two uh, site to buy a car, career builder, the number two job site. They move all that stuff on one side of the ledger, spin that off into another company. So all of these things are to say that nobody was trying. 
It doesn't end there. Louisa says there's been a lack of transparency on how the potential sale is going, and they're forced to get information about their own company through reporting. We have been very much in close touch across the Tribune guilds, across the, you know, around the country, really, and have been having to find out a lot of this news ourselves and do the reporting firsthand. All due respect to our colleagues in the business sections who have been reporting these stories. They are absolutely doing the best that they can, but a lot of it is we're doing that investigation ourselves and then also seeing that from other, you know, other outlets. Because a lot of times, yeah, even our newsroom colleagues are not quite sure what's going on because the email blasts from uh, management are not quite filling in a lot of those stories. Speaking of other outlets, Andy is currently president for the News Guild, but is usually the court's reporter for the Sun-Times, which is why I was surprised when I saw Andy's op-ed to save their competitor, the Trib. Why is it so important that even competitors are hoping that the paper is saved? There are 36,000 fewer newspaper journalists walking the streets in cities and towns across America than there were in 2008. Tribune is probably approaching 50% smaller newsroom just since Alden took over. Oh, my God. I mean, this is this is this has a massive impact in the ability to do good work there. And, and again, we all have friends. We all have family uh, over there. And we admire each other's work, um, you know, and, and frankly, the the the. Half of the fun is uh, scooping the other paper and, you know, half the anxiety is getting scooped. (laughs) We all understand and we all have a a job that we're all trying to do. And, you know, there's competition, but we know that this hurts our city. That's Andy Grimm, president of the News Guild and a reporter at the Chicago Sun-Times. Grimm says the Guild will continue to fight to save the Chicago Tribune no matter what happens next week when shareholders vote whether to approve Auden Global Capital taking over the paper. And Tribune reporter Louisa Chu says she and her colleagues are staying hopeful, too. We're against the odds, but um, I don't exist here like as a person, as a uh, middle aged minority woman doing what I do. I don't exist here except uh, for beating the odds, you know, like. My mom, who grew up in uh, not even a village, like a gathering of buildings of like 14 buildings in rural China, like how could she ever imagine I could exist here? You know, so I hold out that hope and I'm going to get a little weepy, a little choked up, you know, I mean, because so much of what we do together, you know, me, you, all of us, it's against the odds. And so there's a chance that we can do this and that I, and that we're doing it for the right reasons. And so I'm going to hold out that hope. There's a rally tomorrow at 5 p.m. at the Freedom Center to call for local ownership of local news. We reached out to Alden Global Capital for a statement on their bid to take over the Chicago Tribune, but nobody got back to us. CityCast Chicago is new to the local news landscape. And we're proud to be a part of it, so we want to celebrate our other favorite local sources. Lead producer Carrie Shepard. WBEZ, my home for 15 years. And the Chicago Reader, which every Thursday was my companion on the bus on the way to WBEZ. Producer Simone Alisea. The Chicago Sun-Times. And not just because I used to work there. 
and newsletter writer Sydney Madden. Black Club Chicago because I love the neighborhood coverage. And my favorite local news source is the Southside Weekly. I try to pick up a copy every single time I can, and the reporting that they're doing is absolutely necessary. Like every week, I have to show my appreciation for the people who make the music you move and groove to every single day. That's my boy, Sam Trump, and Mark Greenberg from the Mayfair Workshop. That's our show for Friday, May 14th. As always, I appreciate you for listening, sharing. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. Thank you for joining us for another episode of City Cash Chicago.